to the Wrestling With Life podcast. Hello, beautiful people, and happy October. This is my favorite freaking month of the entire year. You already know I'm so excited for the pumpkin patches and the haunted houses and the scary movies and the Halloween parties. I'm so freaking pumped. But this is also my birthday month, you guys. Your girl is about to be 26 years old on October 11th. I feel so old and the old people are going to come after me and be like, oh my God, you're so young. Like, stop saying that you feel old. But no, seriously, like my knees and my hips are popping when I get out of bed these days and I can't drink like I used to and I can't recover from sports like I used to. I'll play a soccer game and be sore for like the next two days and I'm getting scary close to 30 and it's kind of wild and kind of crazy, but Also, what a blessing it is to be another year older. And every time I have a birthday coming up, I always just feel so nostalgic and like reflect on the year before and what I learned and what it taught me. And the year 25, man, like I don't think I've ever grown more as a human being in all my years of life. I feel just so freaking grateful for the life that I'm living, to be on this mic, talking to you, for the people in my life, for the job that I have, for the places that I'm traveling to. I could go on and on. There's just so much joy and goodness in this life. I encourage you to reflect and think on your blessings as we're kind of winding down and getting into the end of the year. Now more than ever, it's really a good time to start thinking about how can you reach your goals? How can you get to where you want to be? What changes in your life can you make to, to get you to where you want to be? The topic that we have today, I really think and really hope will really aid you in figuring out and answering that exact question. Today, we're talking about developing morning and night routines to reduce stress, improve your mental health, and set yourself up for success. I really, in my adulthood, started creating more strict and disciplined morning and nighttime routines for myself because I kind of got to a place where I had to. Full disclosure, there was a period of time for about a year or so where I was working a fully remote job and my mental health was just not in a good place. This was probably about two years ago now. And part of the reason or I guess something that played into my mental health being so bad is I just was really poor at disciplining myself in my day-to-day routines. A man by the name of John C. Maxwell has a quote that really plays into this well. He said, you'll never change your life until you change something that you do daily. The secret to your success is found in your daily routine. And I honestly believe this to be very true. I think we are creatures of habit. You know, we like predictability and comfort. So if our predictable and comfortable habits are really shitty habits like drinking ourselves to death or smoking a lot of weed or snoozing our alarm for an hour and rushing out the door every day, if there's not structure and discipline in our lives at all, I really believe that that directly correlates and impacts the success that we can have in our life. And from my own experience, it's been so freaking true. Like when I was in my remote job and I didn't have my routine, I was literally snoozing my alarm probably for an hour. Like I would set my alarm for seven to start work by eight and I would snooze my alarm almost that entire hour. I would crawl out of bed right before I had to be online. I wouldn't even like brush my teeth. I wouldn't wash my face. Like at most I was throwing my contacts in. I wouldn't even like change my, this is embarrassing to admit, but I wouldn't even change my clothes for the day. Like I'd literally be in my pajamas, just like 
online. And this wasn't every single day, but it was most days when I was in a really low place. And I think that for a lot of us, when we're going through depression and anxiety, this is a reality for us. We stop taking care of ourselves. We stop having structure. We stop setting ourselves up for success, right? I think when I finally learned to implement these morning and night routines that I'm talking about, my life really started to change. You know, I kind of started like romanticizing my life and the routines that we're going to talk about today, they really are, they really do come back to kind of romanticizing those small moments and just really enjoying doing the little everyday things. And I truly believe if you get the everyday little things right, you will get the big moments right. They will lay the foundation for just really beautiful, wonderful, big things to happen in your life. So I'm going to give you a little run through of the morning and night routine that I've developed for myself. We'll start with my morning routine and then I'll kind of dive into the people and the speakers and thought leaders who influenced the creation of my morning routine. Then we'll talk about my night routine and then I'll kind of offer some other ideas, things that you can do to kind of set yourself up for success that I don't personally do, but I have heard that other people have had success with them because all of our routines are going to be different, right, baby? We're not all the same person. We don't function the same way. And what I need is probably going to be different from what you need to feel your best self and to show up every day ready to grab life by the freaking balls, right? So let me just start with my morning routine. I'll just walk you through the process. I'll give you a little list and then I'll go back and explain why I do each of these things and how they help me to be the best version of myself. So disclaimer, I have been really, really shitty with this routine lately. And the reason why I'm even bringing this topic to your attention today is because I want to get back into this routine. This routine, when I follow it, I feel like the very, very best version of myself. I have the most energy. I feel the most alive. And I feel the most proud to be living the way that I'm living because I know that I'm taking care of myself, right? So this is on a perfect day. This is a routine that I have done in the past that I actually did for the first time yesterday morning again in a while, like stuck to it perfectly. And I did feel really great throughout the day. So the first thing that I do when I wake up in the morning is I rip my blinds open. I have blackout curtains on my window. And the first thing that I do is open the windows to get some natural sunlight in my eyeballs. I don't know about you guys, but when I wake up in the morning, I am really, really slow to wake up. Like I am a grouch. Ask anyone in my family that I grew up with. They all learned to avoid me in the morning because I was horrible. I was a menace and they didn't want to talk to me. And now I know like, okay, I need to really help myself wake up as fast as possible. And natural sunlight really helps me do that. And we'll get into why that is. But I rip open my blinds. Then I start immediately chugging water. So I'll, I'll chug some water, get some water in my system. Then I lock my cats up at night. I have two little kitties. Their names are Phineas and Ferb and they're absolute freaking crackheads at night. So I lock them in my bathroom. So I'll go let them out from the bathroom. They're always so excited and they're like, oh my God, we thought you abandoned us and they want some love. So I'll give them some love and say good morning. And then I will turn all of the lights on in my apartment. Again, just getting that light in my eyeballs to help me wake up. Then I'll go to the bathroom and I'll wash my face. Washing my face always really helps me to wake up too. Then I will make my bed. Then I will get my coffee. I am 
I'm literally addicted to coffee. I am so physically dependent on coffee to be awake in the morning. And I drink iced coffee with chocolate and almond milk and lately a little splash of lavender syrup. If you're wondering, it's so freaking good. Lavender mocha, homemade. Mm. It's amazing. Gets me feeling great. So I get that caffeine flowing through my veins. And then I'll take my little ass on over to the couch and pop a squat. And I will journal for a little bit. I'll pray. I'll talk to God. I'm a Christian if you don't know. So I really like to start out my morning with some prayer and kind of like capturing any anxiety that I might wake up with. Sometimes I don't really feel my best in the morning and I'll be like anxious about the day to come. So this just kind of helps me like get in the mindset of capturing those thoughts, getting them down on paper, talking to God, whatever. So I'll spend my time there and then I'm ready to get ready for the day. And I really like to romanticize my life by creating a soundtrack for everything that I do. So I have my little Discover Weekly playlist on Spotify that I like to put on in the morning, listen to some new music, get some new tunes on, or sometimes I'll just play like whatever like songs I'm obsessed with lately. I'm so the type of person that I listen to my new favorite song on repeat until I get sick of it. So I'll blast my music and I'll dance around my apartment and try to just like get myself waking up and feeling good and having a good vibe. I'll do my hair and my makeup while I'm jamming out. I'll get dressed. If I have time, I'll try to grab like something to eat from my fridge. I've been making like a sausage, egg and cheese and spinach casserole that my mom gave me the recipe to. And it's like really easy to like heat up and grab and go in the mornings. So I'll do that sometimes. Maybe sometimes I'll make eggs and like avocado, something light or a protein bar or banana or just like something to get food in my stomach. And then I'm getting all my stuff. And if I'm going into the office, I'll be out the door. And this whole routine in and out probably takes about two hours. Like I'll get out the door by 8 a.m. So I'm waking up at 6 a.m. And again, like full disclosure, I don't do this exactly perfectly every single day. I've been pretty shitty at it lately and I'm trying to really get back into the routine, especially as winter is coming because I don't know about you guys, but I struggle hella with seasonal depression. Like when it is gray and rainy and gross outside and cloudy, I really need as much like structure and discipline in my life as possible or I get down in the dumps really easy. So I do this literally for my mental health and to take care of myself and to really like be the best version of myself. Um, So I'm trying to do this as much as I can and get back into that mindset. So to recap, wake up, look at the sun, drink water, let my cats out, get ready in the bathroom, wash my face, make my bed, get my coffee, journal, pray, reflect, turn on music, do my hair and makeup, get dressed, maybe eat something, and then I'm out the door. So obviously, that's a very extensive morning routine, right? Like I said, it takes me about two hours to complete. I'm not go, go, go this whole time. Like I said, I'm taking some time to like sit with myself and wake up and journal and reflect. And this doesn't look the same every day. But really why I developed this routine is because I have learned and researched so much about how we can take care of ourselves physically and what we can do physically to really help our mental health. Like I said, there was a period of my life where I really struggled with depression and anxiety. I would wake up with racing thoughts. I would go to bed with racing thoughts. And so implementing this has really just been kind of like a tool for me to really manage that anxiety and depression. And I can honestly say with full confidence, 
when I stick to this routine pretty closely, I notice a huge, huge, huge difference in my productivity, in my energy, in my overall anxiety levels. And I just feel like proud and happy of my, with myself because I know that I am taking care of myself and I'm, you know, I'm setting myself up for success. So let me go back and explain why I do some of these things because some of these, I don't know if they're widely known. I don't know if they're conventional. And I just feel like I should give you some background as to like where these came from. Waking up and looking at the sun first thing. So I learned this from Andrew Huberman, who is a Stanford neuroscientist, and he is picking up popularity right now in pop culture like crazy. You can see on TikTok, his morning routine has a ton of popularity. I will actually link a video in the show notes where he talks about his morning routine because it's a little bit different from mine. But I've adopted some of his morning routine suggestions, and I've seen great results from them. So I learned the direct sunlight and the hydration bit from him. He explains that when we wake up and look at the sun first thing in the morning, this kickstarts our body's sleep-wake cycle and balances our circadian rhythm. So it basically like will help us wake up and fall asleep easier. And he's saying to get sunlight within the first five minutes to an hour of you waking up. You can watch some of his videos. They go into depth about like what kind of sunlight and if it's cloudy, what you should do and blah, blah, blah. But really the gist of it is get outside early in the morning, get your fresh air. Don't stare directly into the freaking sun. Like <laughs> don't burn your eyes out staring at the sun, but be outside and get those, those natural light photons in your eyeballs. This also increases your vitamin D levels, which will help your immune system and reduce anxiety and depression. So I've noticed when I look at the light in the morning, seriously, it helps me wake up so much easier and so much faster. Normally, I, like I said, I'm such a grouch in the morning. And so really getting that light in my eyeballs, it forces you to wake up. Like think about it. If you've been in a dark cave, what do you do when light hits your eyes? You're, you're shielding it, right? You're like, no, get it away, get it away. Like it takes you a minute to adjust. So it's hard, right? It's hard to have bright light in your eyes first thing in the morning, but it really does help you wake up and it really does kickstart all of your body's functions in the morning. So I really highly suggest trying this. It has helped me so much. The next bit also from Huberman is hydration. So I don't know about you guys. I religiously drink water anyways. I have an emotional support water bottle that I carry around literally everywhere with me. And we all know that water is so good for our bodies, right? You have to hydrate, drink water till your pee is clear. It's so good for all of your body's functions. But drinking water right away in the morning is really important because scientists estimate that we lose between one to two pounds of water while we sleep. Isn't that freaking crazy? I think that that's literally just because of like our breathing and like sweating that we do during the nighttime, like just to fuel our body in general. But it's so true. And like, I never realized that I was waking up in the morning dehydrated as shit. I've noticed that I have a headache a lot of times when I wake up in the morning. And when I started chugging water first thing when I wake up, my headache went away. And it also helped me to wake up quicker. It just made me feel so good, like just to get that cold, fresh water in the morning as soon as I wake up. So I keep my emotional support water bottle by my bed and I have it filled with ice and I pour water into it the night before so that when I wake up, it's there, it's ready to go for me. And I just guzzle that sucker down first thing when I wake up. 
and other things that water can do for you releases and flushes toxins from your body kickstarts your bowel movements it can increase your metabolic rate it purifies your colon letting your organ absorb nutrients faster i could go on and on and on we know how good water is for us i promise you start chugging water early in the morning and you will notice a difference i have noticed a huge difference the wake up and look at the sun and hydrate that is straight out of huberman's book he has a lot of other exercises that I'll mention later that I have not personally adopted just because they don't fit into my lifestyle and my routine, but he has so much great information backed by literal science and psychology and peer-reviewed papers, so you should really go check him out. All the other things that I listed here, so like like I said, wake up, look at the sun, hydrate, let my cats out, turn on all my lights, wash my face, make my bed. Wash my face, that just really like, I didn't really get that from anyone else. I kind of just learned that from trial and error, I guess, like cold water on my face in the morning and like getting the sleepies out of my eyes when I wash my face, like that just really helps me wake up personally. The making your bed part, that I've heard from many people. I can't pinpoint like one single source, but I've always heard like doing something that's hard or that you don't want to do in the morning is a really good way to like discipline your mind and overcome a quote-unquote like problem or task early in the morning I think it has something to do with like your neural pathways and programming them for success in the day ahead I'm not really sure but I have noticed that when I make my bed in the morning it's just another way that I'm taking care of my space it's taking care of my home getting my coffee I've heard a lot of people tell you to delay your caffeine intake by like one to two hours in the morning I've tried that and I hate to admit this but it has made me feel better and more energetic throughout the day if I don't drink my coffee early in the morning. But this is a habit that I haven't been able to kick yet. I normally drink my coffee anywhere between 20 minutes to an hour of waking up in the morning. I'll probably consciously try to like maybe change that in the future. But for now, all I'm thinking about when I wake up is my freaking morning coffee. So let me have it. Okay. <laughs> And then when it comes to like journaling and praying and reflecting in the morning, honestly, this came down to trial and error for me as well, too. Everyone's going to be different. But like when you wake up with anxiety first thing in the morning, for me personally, this has been a really great way to manage that. Like I'll kind of put my thoughts on trial, anything that I'm like feeling anxious or nervous about, like maybe I have a presentation at work or I have like something on my mind, like an issue that I'm having with a close friend or family member, or coworker or whatever, just like something that is weighing on me. Anytime that I sit down and like really think about what's going on and kind of like unpack my emotions about it, journal about it, talk to God about it, I always just feel such a weight off my shoulders and doing that first thing in the morning, like imagine if I would walk into work with that anxiety still on my mind and I hadn't addressed it at all. Like so many of us are so go, go, go all the time. I think that we completely forget to sort through some of our thoughts, put those thoughts on trial, figure out why we're feeling that way, what we're thinking, and how we can kind of undo those toxic thought patterns and cycles. So that's been really key for me. And I would recommend that if you ever wake up with anxiety, talk to God, reflect on it, journal, just do something to get those thoughts out of your head and give yourself a chance to approach them logically. And then from there, do my hair and makeup, turn on music, get dressed. Honestly, guys, I really love the idea of turning on some jams in the morning. I think it really helps you romanticize and 
and fall in love with your life. Like anytime you can put some music on in the background when you're doing anything, you can dance around, you can make yourself feel just like the main character in a movie. Like that's what I think about all the time. Like sometimes I'm dancing in my mirror while I'm doing my makeup and like singing my heart out to a song like by myself in my apartment. And I feel like I'm in a fucking movie. And honestly, it's it's might sound goofy to you. It might sound cringy. I I love it. It makes my morning feel exciting. It makes me feel excited to like wake up. Like I look forward to doing this routine in the morning. I look forward to these little moments with myself and the ability to just enjoy the little things. You know what I mean? So that's my morning routine. And you can take whatever you'd like from this and try it yourself. Again, everyone is going to be different. And what works for me might not work for you. But a lot of this routine is literally backed by research and science and psychology. Anytime that I really stick closely to this routine, I will walk out the door with a smile on my face. I feel energized. I feel ready to go. I'm in the car on the way to work, just like vibing out in a good mood. And imagine if I was rolling out of bed 10 minutes before I had to go and throwing my shit on and having that anxiety that I told you about and not getting any food in my belly, not drinking my coffee, not drinking my water. And I show up to work like that. Like, I think it's very evident the impact that doing these things for yourself will have on your mental health, how you feel about yourself, your your energy levels, your stress levels, how anxious or depressed you're feeling. I really think that if you don't have a morning routine, you should really, really, really sit down and consider what things that you could do in your morning that would set you up for success. What could your morning look like? How could you start off your day? What could you implement in your life that makes you excited to get out of bed in the morning? What little things could you make so normal in your life that without them, you would feel weird? Like when I don't do this routine in the morning, I feel weird. I don't even feel like my best self. I feel like I failed in a way. Like I feel like I didn't give myself what I deserved. And so making this a part of my every single day, I know that this is the foundation for how the rest of my day will go. So we've talked about morning routine. Now let's pivot to nighttime routine. So I don't know about you guys, but I am just so, I'm a very organized human being. So I cannot go to bed if my home is in disarray. So before I even like start my wind down nighttime routine, I am tidying up. If I have bags out all over the floor, if I have like my soccer bag out, or I have, you know, clothes on my floor or I haven't washed the dishes, there's not dishes put away in the dishwasher, if the countertops are disgusting, if my cat's litter is like all over the place and it's disgusting, I will just do like a 10 second tidy, try to get everything in order before I even start to wind down for the night. I highly recommend doing that because if you wake up to chaos, I feel like at least for me, all that does is add to my stress in the morning. So I like to tidy up before I even start getting ready for bed. So I'm a night shower. A lot of you I know are morning showers. I wish I could be that, but I have super thick, long hair that takes forever to dry and I hate blow drying it because it's so bad for my hair. So I will always night shower and then sleep on wet hair. It is what it is, but I always kick off my night routine with a hot shower. A lot of people recommend cold showers, but I really don't enjoy them. They're not my thing. That is something Andrew Huberman recommends that I probably will never adopt. So I will just let me list through my nighttime routine and then I'll go back and explain why I do each thing. So I will take a shower, 
Then I will get out and moisturize my entire body, do all my face creams, do my face washing, my skincare. I'll brush my hair. I'll put my hair oils in, take my contacts out, brush my teeth, put my PJs on, and then I'll go into my bedroom. I'll turn down my bed and close my curtains. I have blackout curtains. Then I have this cute little lavender pillow spray that smells amazing, and I spray it all over my pillows. Then I'll pop a melatonin because your girl has sleep issues. I'll lock my cats up because, again, they're crackheads. I just lock them in my bathroom with their litter box and their food overnight. Then I will read or play Sudoku until I fall asleep. And if I'm having trouble, sometimes I will heat up. I have like a little rice bag. Put that in the microwave for a couple minutes. And then just like that warm compress can be very soothing if I'm having trouble falling asleep. And I'll just make sure to stay off my phone during this time. So like as I'm winding down, I try to stay away from my phone. I'm not perfect at it, but there's a lot of studies out there that talk about how artificial light before bedtime or really any light in general can really mess with your sleep cycle, your circadian rhythm. So I try my best to stay off my phone before bed. And again, I'm not perfect with that at all, but I try to. So that's really my nighttime routine. It feels a lot less extensive than my morning routine. But the reason why I do each step is, first of all, moisturizing your body. Men, I'm talking to you out there. I know a lot of you don't moisturize. You should freaking moisturize your body. Take care of your skin. Moisturizer helps so much with aging. It helps your skin feel more hydrated. You'll experience less dry skin, especially in the wintertime. Moisturize your body when you get out the shower. It's not girly, okay? It's actually very attractive. I know men who moisturize their bodies. That is a great way to take care of yourself. Freaking put moisturizer on your skin, okay? I'll do my face creams. I really struggle. I don't really struggle with acne. I will struggle with acne if I do not do my face care routine. So I wash my face morning and night. And then at nighttime, I have like a collagen-based face cream that I'll put on. Collagen's great for wrinkle reduction and age prevention and just hydration and skincare in general. So it's a collagen face cream. I struggle with dark circles under my eyes. So I have a vitamin C and caffeine cream that I'll put under my eyes morning and night. And every now and again, I'll apply toner at night. Sometimes I have other facial creams that I use. It just kind of depends on like what I'm feeling and how my skin is doing, what kind of treatment it needs. You know what I mean? Sometimes I'll pop a pimple patch on there too, depending on how our skin's looking. But yeah, I like to I like to take care of my skin. Then I brush my hair, take my contacts out, put my PJs on, pretty standard stuff. I feel like that's self-explanatory. Turn down my bed, close my curtains. Okay, lavender pillow spray. That's the next one. The reason why I do this is because lavender is like a very, like it's known to be very soothing, especially for bedtime. It's like one of those smells that just like is supposed to aid relaxation. I don't know if it releases certain hormones or something. There's probably a science behind it. I've just literally my entire life literally relied on lavender to sleep. When I was a little kid, I had the worst time sleeping and my mom would like heat up milk, like warm milk through a straw was like a hack then to help kids sleep. So I would drink warm milk. She bought all kinds of like lavender soaps and like lavender things to put in your pillowcase and things like that. At this point, I feel like I might be like psychologically dependent on the smell of lavender to sleep. So that's why I do the lavender pillow spray. And it just makes me feel like expensive, you know, like it's just a, a cute little way to like romanticize my bedtime routine. I have like nice smells before I'm going to bed. Another way to take care of myself, you know. 
locking my cats up again self-explanatory and then i like to read or play sudoku because it just like it keeps me off my phone for one and i don't know about you guys but like i'm someone that like as soon as my head hits the pillow a lot of times that's the first time that I'm processing my day. That's the first time that I'm slowing down, the first time that I haven't been talking to other people or doing an activity or like being busy for the first time all day. And so that's when my mind starts to go the most. So to combat that, I've just been kind of like trying to read or play Sudoku or like occupying my mind in another way that isn't my phone so that I'm not messing with my sleep, but that I can also start to like wind down as I'm waiting for my melatonin to kick in. There's so many other activities that you can do before bed. Like I know some people will play like Tetris or they'll journal or they'll call someone on the phone. Like you can do whatever you want, like just something that will kind of help you start to wind down and get ready to go to bed. And I know some people like to kind of make sure everything is ready to go for the next day. Like they'll lay their clothes out, pack their bags, whatever. I am really bad at picking an outfit the night before. I've tried to do that, but I'm so indecisive with my outfits. Like I will change 20 times before I'm out the door and that's just how I am. So if it helps you to like have an outfit picked out before, you can do that. But for me personally, that just has never really been something that works. I also have a few other things that you can do in your morning or night routines that I don't do, but I feel like these are worth mentioning because they are pretty popular and out there. Again, like I said, they they just haven't worked for me or I just don't have the type of lifestyle or the time to try these. So I mentioned it earlier, but cold showers are and plunges are a really great one that you can try. I know people in my life who actually swear by this. They love the idea of a cold shower. I'm pretty sure that there are a lot of links with reducing stress. You get like a natural hit of dopamine. When you do this, it's like that good dopamine. You know what I mean? I've also heard exercising in the morning as opposed to later in the day or evening is really good for you. Because again, it's kind of like setting that stage of like activity and waking your body up, getting your body moving. My schedule doesn't really allow this. And I'm never going to be that person that wakes up at 5am. Sorry, that's just not me. So I always exercise after work or late in the evenings, because for whatever reason, the soccer league that I play on, the games are normally between like eight to 10, sometimes as late as 11pm. So that'll never be me. But If that's you, if you can get a workout in in the morning, that's great. There's a lot of like woo-woo stuff out there about affirmations, right? Like look in the mirror and tell yourself you're beautiful 10 times. While I do believe that it's great to give ourselves these affirmations in our head, standing in front of the mirror and repeating things has always felt really weird to me. And it it's also felt like, oh, if I need to like say this over and over again, like am I trying to convince myself? Like it's very clear that I don't believe that about myself. So For me personally, I don't know if I explained that well, but affirmations just don't really work. They don't really have the effect that I want them to have. So if that works for you, great. Affirmations can be a great way to get yourself in a great mental headspace. Another thing that I have tried, and I so wish that I lived somewhere else. I don't know if you guys have heard of grounding. Grounding is basically when you go outside and you walk in the grass barefoot or the sand or you submerge yourself in water or you just do something that literally physically connects your bare body to the earth. There is a little bit of science, not that much science, a little bit of research that backs up the notion that electrical charges from the earth, like literally from the ground into your body helps connect you to the earth and can help fight fatigue, chronic pain, anxiety, and depression. 
cardiovascular disease, things like that. There's really not a lot of research that I could find on this. So I think this is more of like a hippie woo-woo thing. But what I will say is being out in nature in general and being barefoot, like it, I did kind of feel like pretty freaking cool. Like I did kind of feel like, oh my God, like I'm connecting with my my ancestors before me. I'm doing what what they did. But I live in an apartment complex that all of the grassy areas around me are like completely dead from dog urine and are disgusting that I just, I don't really have a good grassy area to walk around in. So I have tried this before, but it's just not practical for me to make it a part of my everyday routine. If you have a big lush backyard that isn't stained with dog urine, get out there, try it. Maybe you'll be surprised how it will work for you. Anytime that you can get out into nature, I mean, that's going to help your mental health like tenfold. I know it does for me. And the last thing that they recommend is consistent wake up and go to sleep times. So wake up at the same time every morning, go to bed at the same time every night. I would love to have that consistency in my life. But like I said, with my soccer schedule and some days I work in the office, some days I don't like I just don't have a consistent every day. I travel a lot. I'm doing a lot of different things all the time. So for me, consistent wake up and sleep times just really aren't consistent. Um, But if you can pick one, if there's a consistent schedule that you can set for yourself, 100%, that would be really good for your circadian rhythm and help you to kind of get into that predictable cycle that we all know our body craves, right, baby? So listen, to recap what we talked about today, everybody's routines are going to look different. It's really trial and error. You're going to not know what you like and what helps you and what's good for you until you actually try it. But The important thing, and if I could give you any piece of advice, is just to freaking try it. Like, you don't have to create a whole new routine and stick to it perfectly. And honestly, if you try to do that right off the bat, like go zero to 100 like that, you will probably crash and burn. Like, sorry, you will probably crash and burn. So start small. Like, if you don't look at the sunlight and you don't drink water in the morning when you wake up, start trying to do that. I honestly think personally, that is what makes the biggest difference for me. So if you take anything away from what I said, what Andrew Huberman says, look at some sunlight, drink some water in the morning, start with that and see if that changes how the rest of your day unfolds. Like maybe it will, maybe it won't. I don't know. Try it. See what it changes for you. See if there's anything that you can take away from these different ideas that I mentioned today and see if it plays into how you feel and how how much energy you have and how much stress you have and how happy and how alive that you feel, right? Like it's going to be trial and error. So to go back to our quote earlier, you will never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret to your success is found in your daily routine. John C. Maxwell knew what the frick he was talking about. You guys, the routines and the little moments, like the little mundane everyday stuff, when we get that right, we put ourselves in a position to succeed when it comes to the really big things. The little tiny changes that you make ricochet domino effect into much bigger change. We talk about that all the time on this podcast, don't we? Get your day-to-day right. Really be disciplined. Do things that set yourself up for success, like drinking a shit ton every day, smoking a ton of weed, not really taking time to take care of yourself and do things that take care of your body physically. Like that's going to reflect in your mental health. And I can only say that because I've been there, baby. Okay. There's a long time that I spent 
neglecting my physical health and not having structure and not having discipline. And I'll be the first one to tell you that when you do, when you do discipline yourself, when you do create healthy habits and good routines for your life, you will see the effects in every other area of your goddamn life. I promise. So if you guys try any of these routines out, if you implement any of these in your day-to-day, let me know. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at WrestlingWithLifePod. Send me a DM. Tell me what you tried out. Tell me if it worked for you. Tell me if it didn't. If there's anything that I missed, any cool routines that the wrestling fam should know about, DM me and I will share it on my Instagram story or my TikTok whatever. Let me know what I missed and we'll share it with the squad because we don't gatekeep information here, baby. We want everyone around us to have these tools and have the knowledge to set themselves up for success. Thank you so much for joining another edition of the Wrestling With Life podcast. Again, this is a podcast where I tell you all the life lessons that I've learned the really hard way so that you don't have to. You're welcome. I'm your host, M. Led, and every time you tune in, it means the absolute world to me. Thank you for being here. Please leave me a review. Share this with a friend. Again, you can follow me on social media, and I hope that you're ready for another life lesson next week. We'll be back very soon, baby. New episodes every single Tuesday. So let's get out there. Let's grab life by the freaking balls. Let's RKO the shit out of life. Keep a wrestling with life. Maybe try some of these cool new morning and nighttime routines and see how your motherfucking life will change. Over and out, baby. Bye-bye.